Welcome to Chazak Torah Talks, Tuesday night program with special guests. We have with us Rabbi David Sutton, all the way from Brooklyn. Baruch Haba. Welcome, Rabbi. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem. Very good. Thank you for having me. Okay, it's a pleasure. All hours. It's great to have the Rabbi back. We had the school to merit to have the Rabbi in person at Chazak. Now we have a school to merit to do a Torah talk with the Rabbi. And Baruch Hashem, the Rabbi does so much for the for the community, for the Jewish world, all the many Sfarim. Uh, if the rabbi gave us a little more background about the rabbi and the great work you're involved with. Uh, background, um, I went to Mir Yeshiva High School. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be in Be'er Yaakov under Avolva for the final year of the yeshiva. goes back a while ago in the early 80s. From there, I went to Rabbi Abba Berman, and I was uh, prayed for 10 years with Chamen Sion Shaul. That gave me a strong connection with him. Baruch Hashem, I ate in his house, and we prayed together for years. And um, I continued with Rav Olba throughout that time. I also uh, created a connection with Chami Huda Ades when I was in Eretz Yisrael. And Baruch Hashem, uh, I was okay to have a lot of good people, uh, you know, in my life that uh, helped me get to uh, proper Hashkafat and understanding. amazing, Baruch Hashem. And uh, I know that the rabbi is an author of many, many, many Sfari, many, many books. And uh, the books that stick out, uh, in my opinion, are uh, the Beit HaLevi on Bidachon. And also there's a daily dose of Bidachon the rabbi came out with as well. And uh, it seems like the, 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 the topic of Bidachon is in the rabbi's mind, or at least uh, two Sfari to be published on the topic. Maybe the rabbi gave us some chizuk, some inspiration a little bit about the books, why they were published, and why the rabbi uh, thought it would be uh, good for the community, which it is. It's amazing. And I see that with the pocket size, sorry, and people are learning with it. It's amazing. And uh, I have my pocket size daily dose. It's only home without it. I have the, the pocket size Beta uh, Levi, but it's at home. Sorry. <laughs> so, what was the inspiration behind it? And if the rabbi can give us a little bit tidbits of the of well, what it, it started uh, in our Torah center Yad Yosef on of Avenue J in Brooklyn Ocean Parker between J and K with Rabbi David Ozeri and um, Rosh Hashanah we give a class before Tefillah so Tefillah starts at seven thirty we have a class at six thirty we always pick a Musar topic and one year we took the Beit Halevi on Bitachon and we you know went through it pretty fast over the two days of Rosh Hashanah. This goes back uh, close to 10 years ago, and the, the, everyone loved it. So from there, I started to develop it a little bit more, and um, I uh, gave uh, short classes on it and sent it out, you know, audios to people. A few thousand people would listen to it. We called it, uh, I don't know, Advanced Bitachon or Daily Dose of Bitachon, and um, they were transcribed. And uh, during COVID time, I decided to take all those transcriptions and maybe make a book out of it. And we were stuck at home for two, three months. And myself and my son and some of the other family members, we just, you know, brainstormed and just, just worked and worked on Bitachon during the COVID era. So although COVID was a challenge for many, but it gave us that time. We had, you know, three months dedicated to just working on that. And that's where the, uh, the Beit HaLevi came from. And then uh, we continued giving the audio clips on Chovot Levavot, and that developed into the daily dose of bitachon as well. And it's just, you know, Bobby used to say, uh, he wrote this at the beginning of his Sefer Alei Shur. So the beginning of the Alei Shur, which I also happen to have on my desk because I don't leave home without it, 
So the beginning of the Sefer, on the front page, it says, Lukat v'chubar, with the help of the heavens, in the merit of the masses. Rabolba said many times that he believed that the Divrei Torah that he said, he was just a conduit, he was just a tsinor, and he was a pipe, but really it's the Rabim that needs it. So it seems at the end of time, uh, bitachon is necessary, and therefore Hashem is, is sending it. I'm just the conduit. Interesting, the, um, you have the Beit HaLevi book. Uh, in the beginning, it describes a little bit of the manuscript. I got more information later. Uh, a new book just came out a week or so ago, uh, actually a month ago, called Ahavat Yisrael, the Beit HaLevi's comment, uh, essay on Ahavat Yisrael. And there we go in the introduction more at length how the manuscript was uh, literally in a suitcase for close to 100 years till uh, it came from Europe with his youngest son, and eventually trans from his son to his grandson, the Beit Levi's grandson, and finally the Beit Levi's grandchildren put it out. I'm sorry, great grandchildren put it out. And um, Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, in the introduction, writes that Hashem, you know, planned it now when we need Bitachon more than ever. So it's really, uh, you know, it's just it, the, the the desire for Bitachon is really creating these these uh, these books. It's really the, the 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 need of the people that's that's bringing it about. Amazing, amazing, Baruch Hashem, and we see that it's uh, inspiring and transforming lives. So, uh, thank you to the rabbi. And a question that many, many people ask, and uh, I get this a lot as well, is uh, what's the difference between bitachon and another very popular topic, which is emuna? Is it one and the same? Is it not? So it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mashal that brings it out. Uh, there was a. Uh, one of these daredevils that uh, would, you know, take a tight, go on a tightrope between two uh, two buildings or two mountains, and people would cheer him from the crowd, and then he would, uh, you know, put a, a wheelbarrow on the back and go back and forth with a wheelbarrow, and then, you know, he's asking everyone, do you believe I can go back and forth? And everyone's, yes, we believe you could do it, we believe you could do it. And he says, anybody want to sit in the back of the wheelbarrow as I go back and forth? And nobody raised their hand but one little boy. And that little boy got on, actually went back and forth with him in the back. And the rabbis uh, used the mashal to explain, like, everyone believes that he could do it. But only the little boy actually relied on him. There's a difference in belief and really reliance. And as the story goes, they asked the young child, why did you, you know, have the, the courage to do that? And he says that the daredevil was my father. See, the daredevil was my father. So that's, you know, that's really what's going on. Akadosh Baruch who's our father, and we have to rely on him. It's not enough. It's not just a, a trust. I trust him in my head, but I'm really going to, so to say, put my money where my mouth is and, and, and rely on him. Wow. Beautiful, Mashal. Beautiful, powerful, a parable. Uh, so how does one, you know, make this bitachon and have, having imunah, making it realistic? How does one attain it? How does one achieve it? Is there like uh, a, a way or, or advice or tips the rabbi could give uh, give us? Uh, one one tip is uh, is really to learn about it. You know, the more you learn about it, you have to learn about it and you have to practice it. You have to do small little things. You know, you could practice it with, uh, you know, just every time you see something small in your life happening or small need, you ask Hashem for the parking spot, you ask Him for you know, whatever it may be, and you, you see that uh, as you rely on him and ask him for things, things happen. And you start 
you know, developing that, that trust in Hashem. It could be, you could use uh, Shabbat as an example because, uh, you know, it says, HaKadosh Baruch says, Lavua alai vani porea, rely on me. There's a special uh, bitachon Shabbat connection that a person uh, relies on Hashem for Shabbat, and though that's a good place to practice and, and, and see it. So the rabbi just mentioned Shabbat, and uh, I'm aware that the rabbi also published uh, two sfarim on the topic of Shabbat, and also with what I'm saying, something along the lines for children as well. If you could tell us a little bit about the sfarim, a little bit about the chizuk on the topic. So um, we actually have uh, one book called Living Shabbat, another one called Embrace Shabbat, both from Art Scroll. You can get it at your local bookstores, artscroll.com. And we also have two children's book called Living Shabbat for Children with beautiful pictures. Each one of them has 20 stories in them. Um, so again, Shabbat is, is, is the holiest of days. It's Tichilal in the Kray Kodesh, which literally means it's the first of the holy days. But Rav Sadok says it's the first one to be called holy. That means the first time the word holy shows up in the Torah is by Shabbat. Techilal and the Kodesh, the first one to be called holy. That's not the simple reading, but that's the way Rav Sadok reads. And he says a further rule. Anytime something shows up the first time, that means that that's really the source. So Shabbat is a source of all Kedushah. It's a source of all holiness. Um, the rabbis indicate uh, the holiness based on the amount of aliyot we get. On a regular Monday and Thursday, it's three aliyot. On Rosh Chodesh, it's four aliyot. On Yom Tov, it's five aliyot. On Yom Kippur, it's six aliyot. And yet Shabbat surpasses them all and gets seven aliyot. And the problem is that since Shabbat comes every week and we don't really work on and alert it, you know, we'll learn the Parashat Shavua. but how many people dedicate their time to what is Shabbat? Forget about the Parashat Shavuot. What is Shabbat about? And Shabbat is connected to everything. Shabbat is connected to Maaseh Breshit, to creation. That's why Friday night we mentioned Maaseh Breshit, because it's a concept called Shabbat of Maaseh Breshit. Shabbat is connected to Matan Torah. Shabbat was given on Torah, Shavuot, that we just had in the, it symbolizes Matan Torah, which was on Shabbat, because Shabbat is the time to learn Torah. And that's the morning praise, Yismach Moshe Matnat Chalko. Moshe is happy with his portion. That refers to Limut Torah. And finally, we have Shabbat of Latid Lavo, Mizmor Shil Yom Shabbat, a song to Shabbat. Mizmor Shil Yom Shabbat, the Gemara says, Liom Shekulo Shabbat, to the 7,000th year, which is a full Shabbat, which means that's when Mashiach's going to come, that's the future. And that's Mincha prayers, Atahachad, Vishimchachad, you're one, your name is one, and who is like the Jewish people. So Shabbat has in it the past creation, it has in it the future, which is Mashiach's times, and hasn't it the current Torah that we learn? So Shabbat is all-inclusive. There's everything there. But again, because it's so well-known and it comes so often, it's not appreciated. And again, the answer is you have to learn about it. Again, these two books really are, are full of information on Shabbat, that just to appreciate Shabbat for what it's worth. Um, the book is broken into 16 initiatives, 16 different topics to work on. You know, you could... You could uh, dedicate each Shabbat to one. You could read through that chapter. You can move to the next one, but there's a lot of uh, really, you know, good information and insight into Shabbat. Very, very, very inspiring. Rabbi, what what was the motive to publish these firing, these books on the topic of the Shabbat? He just one day the rabbi decided, I understand about the, having this... Actually, uh, I have to go back. Uh, my brother-in-law's name is Rabbi Groner. 
Uh, he has the yeshiva called uh, Ateret Shimon. They send out a lot of the emails. There's uh, they have a host of emails they send out, Ateret Shimon, uh, from far away. And he had a, uh, a small uh, group of people doing this uh, Shabbat Chizuk initiative. And when my mother-in-law, Mrs. Chana Sherman, passed away close to 10 years ago, um, he asked me to develop it, and I ended up giving a weekly class. And again, it was transcribed and eventually became a book. So it's one of those things that, again, Hashem makes these things happen. Amazing. The Rav mentioned uh, your mother-in-law, Aleh uh, Shalom. Uh, Sherman. So, so that means your father-in-law, Rabbi Nathan Sherman from Art School. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Why, one of my ins to give out, to put out books is my father-in-law is a publisher, so that makes it all easier. Oh, wow, amazing! And uh, so, has that always been something that the rabbi uh, had in the you know the vision to to publish for him to to to, to be mechaber? No, no, no. I think it fell into my lap. Not something that I really planned. Unbelievable. Wow. Very inspiring, Rabbi. Bitachon, Shabbat, Bitachon, Imuna. So we have a minad. Don't forget Avat Yisrael. That's another. So can you tell us a little about that? The Bet Alevi and Avat Yisrael? The Bet Alevi, as we said, had some kitveyat, some manuscripts that were not known. They weren't published till um, till the 18, till 1985 in one of the uh, Bet Alevis and Chumash. And there he has three essays. Uh, more well-known is the essay on Bitachon. Uh, people do not know about Avat Yisrael. People are like, wow, I didn't even know it existed. And there's a third one on Anavan Gava, humility and arrogance. So after the Beit HaLevi on Bitachon was so well accepted, I think uh, Art Scroll sold close to 20,000. So wow. it's, a, it's considered a bestseller. Uh, they decided, let's let's try to, uh, we're, we're going to put out the Avat Yisrael. So as we said, it came out a few weeks ago. And... Um, it's again, Beit Alivi is very deep and very uh, insightful, and there's a lot of interesting insights and footnotes and stories. There's actually it's not just a translation. It's It's not just a translation. Right, right. Besides a translation, there's insights and footnotes like the Beit Alivi and Bitachon, and there's two additional sections. One is how Avat Yisrael shows up by each holiday. It means you know what's the connection Shavuot, what's the connection to Shabbat, Rosh Hashanah, every holiday has an Avat Yisrael connection. There's also a section of about 50 pages that talks about uh, Gedolim stories. Wow. All over us about uh, Avat Yisrael. It's definitely something Amazing. worth worth getting. So the next project, I can guess, is the Bet Alevi and Anava. Yes, we're working on that. <laughs> Each one takes about two, 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 two years or so. So we're starting now. So very inspiring, Rabbi Sutton. Really, I, I feel the 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 chizuk through the screens. Uh, we have a custom. We have a minhag at our Torah Talks uh, podcast that we have. Is a final message that the Rabbi could give us a takeaway. So many gems that we've heard so far. A final message. That's a good question. What's the final message? What's the takeaway, Rabbi? If you would have to give one final message to all of Chalitza, the entire wow. Jewish people. Wow! 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 That's a heavy one. <laughs> a final message. So uh, for me, my final message, if you're going to the to everybody, um, it's something that's been uh, I've been thinking about lately. And again, it's, it has to do with bitachon, it has to do with avat uh, yisrael, it has to do with anava, which is that it's a, it's a saying from the Gaon of Vilna. He had in his final will and testament of Yerucham Lovitz quoted on his uh, Elul Sichot, his Elul essays and courses. He says that 
when you get up in the morning, you should have the following three things in mind. You should think today is the only day. I am the only person. And the page of Gemara that I have to do, whatever my mission is, is the only page that exists. Because quite often people get up and they say, you know, what, what's the difference if, I, if I'm here or if I'm not here? You know, if I don't go to shul, I don't go to shul. Who, who really cares? Who really knows? No, you are the only man in the world. If you don't go to shul, no one's going to shul. If you don't give tzedakah, no one's giving tzedakah. It's, all, it's about you. Because Hashem did create the world for you, and you have your own world. And you're going to say, well, maybe tomorrow. Now, tomorrow's another day. Today will never, will never repeat itself. Every day is a day, and what you didn't do today, you know, can't be done tomorrow. Every day has what it can be done. And you can say, well, at the whole shas, what's what, what's one page? One, all you got to worry about is today's page, is today's mission. So if a person would, would, would really appreciate and understand that he has a mission. No one in, since the beginning of time or the end of time was created just like him. No one can do what he can do. And a lot of reasons why people get down and depressed um, is because they don't really feel they have meaning and purpose in life. Like, what am I doing? What difference do I make? And you have to realize that if you get up in the morning, Hashem decided that the world can't survive today without you. Because you got up. And we need you here today. And there's something that you can contribute and something that you can do. And we don't always know what it is. You know, what can I contribute? What can I do? Well, just living your life the way the Torah wants you to is going to bring the world to become a better place based on on your living it the way you're supposed to live. And that's... That's to me, uh, you know, that's the that's the Gona Vilna's message. So it's, uh, I think, it's an important one. Rabbi David, what a powerful message! What she took, what inspiration! Rabbi should continue spreading Torah, spreading the light, bitachon in Shabbat and Avat Yisrael, and we encourage everyone, all local book, Jewish bookstores around the world, uh, artsville.com, right, Rabbi? It's going to be artsville. Yes, for sure. Of course, it's sure. We have to make that <laughs> But all the serious things, Rabbi Sadan, it was very, very, very big. He's very inspiring. I had a bitachon, uh, the Bet Levian bitachon. We went through it. Very, very inspiring. Amazing insights. Gives a person that boost that he needs. So we encourage everyone to check it out. We want to thank Rabbi Sadan for all that you do for Cloud Israel. We want to thank all the podcast platforms and all the hosts and all the Torah and everyone that's uh, having our podcast. Players, and we want to thank Daily Giving as well uh, for sponsoring the Torah Talks in that dollar. The Eagles are very, very far away. We encourage them to look into that. The entire Tina Chazak over here, Baruch Hashem, to Yomam Alayla, day and night, working to make sure programming. But the main focus is, and this is right now, this is prime time. Everyone watching all over the world, if you know a family member, a friend, a neighbor that has a child in the public school system, Chazak's mission is no child should be left behind. Every single Jewish child deserves Jewish education before this September new school year. We're very, very, very busy, but we're ready to take on more. Over 1,500 Baruch Hashem have already been chanted the last few years alone, but we could do much more. Reach out to Chazak. Send us uh, suggestions for future guests as well for Torah Talks, Chazak's Tuesday night programs. And once again, we want to thank Rabbi David Sutton, our special guest. It was very inspiring, thank and you. we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.